Andino Andina. The story continues. A few days later, Felipe and I were at the cottage. Risha had left to tend to her duties at the seed bank. Antonio was at the hive, helping with some final preparations for the grand, or at least official, opening planned for that weekend. We were sitting on the back doorstep, side by side. Felipe was doing most of the talking. The car is a write-off anyway, as if I'd want to drive ever again, or at least not for a very long time, Felipe was saying. At first, when I found out Anna was gone, I didn't want to live. Then, at the Ayo Dispatcho, I realized I had to live for both of us. One day. I nodded. Something had shifted following the ceremony, and Felipe had got some of his previous healthy tanned complexion back again. I was relieved to learn that Anna had most probably died instantly, so there was no suffering. Part of me is glad I was knocked out cold myself. That way, I don't have to relive it over and over and over. My last memories of Anna are of her happy and us laughing together, being so indescribably happy, not a mess. Not that I would have minded if that meant she was still here with me. Felipe choked back a sob before clearing his throat. He took a quivering breath and continued. With the state I was in, I would have been physically unable to help anyone and that would have killed me. Don't you go developing survivor's guilt now, I said. It was not your fault, not any of this, and there is no way of knowing. As it happened, or at least what we know, there is nothing you could have done. But perhaps the cats could have... No, stop, please, I said firmly before continuing more gently. The cats can apparently do what we consider miracles, but I don't think they can bring the dead back to life. I wondered if I'd chosen my words too harshly when Felipe spoke again. Manolo has offered to drive me back to Laja, so that's what I'll do. Go and stay with my friend Andre and his new wife, Josephine, until I feel ready to manage on my own. Do some reading. See if they will let me back in when term starts to do my final year at uni. Even though everything about Lacha is tinted with the memories of Anna. He slumped back against the door frame. This was not what I had dreamed about and planned all those nights on the rancho. We were going to spend some time together, first a month at the way station, and then a few months in the new year travelling together. After that, I was going to return to finish my education, if that still felt important. We wanted to take it easy and not plan too much, you know. Just enjoy being in each other's company. Take whatever came our way and be young together. I still can't believe she's gone, he sobbed. I feel so lost. All those months, the thoughts of Anna was what kept me going. Hell, I couldn't even make it to the funeral with half my body in plaster. Risha took me to see the spot last night. I didn't know what to say. What platitudes passed through my head I refused to voice. I'd always preferred the truth to placating nonsense, and somehow I sensed Felipe was wired the same way. Truth right now meant listening, being quiet, just to be whatever he needed to be in this moment. 
allow for grief, whatever that looked like, what shape or non-shape it took. I passed Felipe a packet of tissues from my pocket in my cargo trousers, held his gaze in the few moments he looked up at me without looking away, no matter how difficult it was to witness the pain in his eyes. The windows of that adventurous soul that so reminded me of Anna. I know it's early days and you don't want to think about it right now, and that's okay, so don't hate me, okay? Because I'm going to say it anyway. When you feel ready and meet someone else, be happy. Anna would want you to be happy. She would want you to live a full life. I know, Felipe sighed. And commit that to memory for when the doubts come knocking. Risha was back from the seat bank, and neither of us had heard her approaching. She fixed Felipe with one of her inscrutable gazes. Complete your studies. Allow it to take your mind off things when it can. And whatever you do, don't feel guilty over it when it does. Think of it as Anna's gift of love to you instead. Let time help you heal. See what comes along and what you want to do. Don't rush. Yes, ma'am. I smiled. Felipe turned serious again. Right now, I never want to set foot on the ranch again. I'm still so angry with everyone, with my own stupid choice to do the right thing. I'm angry with my dad for dying, for heaven's sake, and that's despicable. I'm a vile human being. Deplorable. Can't be, Risha said dryly. Your conscientiousness is certainly still working. I successfully stifled a snort. I'm furious with what feels like everything about the place and what it stands for. Everything, down to the needy people who live on it for stealing the time I could have spent with Anna. And I'm angry with myself for allowing it. It's something I can never get back, no matter what. And it brings up a rage in me so primal it scares me. It feels like it will swallow me whole. Sometimes I wouldn't mind if it did. It's okay, I squeezed Felipe's hand. Felipe moved over and made room for Risha on his other side. The three of us squeezed together. Now listen to me, Felipe, she said tenderly. You couldn't have done it any other way. I know that much. Anger and grief and resentment and even rage. It's all part of the process. All for you to work your way through. I will always be here for you if you need me. I will help you and support you in any way I can. I've only known you for a short time, but thanks to Anna, it feels much longer. I love you. Anna's death doesn't change that. You are the son-in-law I never had, Felipe. No, you can always come here. You don't need a reason. Felipe and Manolo had left for Laja. The time for us to leave and return to our own lives was drawing close as well. I asked, not to say begged, the cats once more about explaining the sonorizing, and again they declined and pointed out that I already knew more than I ought to. Theirs was an internal technology that could cause timelines to become unstable, unless we'd arrived at the appropriate future. At least you know that somewhere Anna and Felipe got to live a wonderful life together. That's something, Risha said. I suppose. 
And there is something else. I heard from the accident investigation officer. I know him from way back, and he's going out on a limb telling me this as it's not official yet. But I wanted to let you know before you go. You know, just keep it to yourself, okay? And she told me. I was speechless. I swallowed, opened my mouth to say something, couldn't think of anything, and closed it again. Swallowed a couple more times. Tea? Risha asked. I nodded mutely. I don't know what's going to happen to this town when word gets out, but it's not going to be pretty for a while, that's for sure. I nodded slowly. Bloody heck, her own brother. That is one disturbed young man. I finally got my voice back. What's going What's going to happen to him? To the rest of the family? That's manslaughter and attempted murder at the very least. Do you have courts here? He's been taken into custody as of this morning. Then he will be evaluated get counselling for sure, and depending on how they assess him, I don't know. Sociopathic tendencies? Narcissistic? A danger to others? Maybe. Are others in this town going to have a say in the matter? I don't know. Don't know, don't know, don't know. I wish there was something I did know. You're a very wise being, Risha. Please don't berate yourself. I'm not, not really. Just questioning the sanity of fickle minds. So easily swayed, so quick to justify their actions and rearrange motives and motivations. As short-sighted as young children at times when it suits. You'd think by now that humanity would be born with a sense of cause and effect, but it really is something you learn. Don't you think you're being a bit hard on folks? It sounds like something I would have said in the past, but not you. Risha sighed and rested her chin in one of her hands. Sometimes I just want to go back to sleep. It's exhausting to be awake and always watch and be aware of your own consciousness and reactions. And some, like Ulo, gets it wrong no matter what. True. Risha was quiet for a moment. There may be a silver lining, though. A tiny one. Old Bones lost her seat on the local VT group. The others reported the incident at the funeral, questioning her suitability for the post. And independent of that, so did hospital security. The whole movement has decided it's time for a revaluation of its guidelines. You cannot withhold progress forever any more than you can hold back time. If that's the case... Perhaps something good will come out of this whole sorry event after all, on this timeline, but it was followed by a faint smile of hope. Then it's a start, and wasn't it you who told me, I don't know, was a statement of strength and infinite possibilities? Sounds like something I would have sprouted, Risha chuckled. All right, you got me. A shadow of sadness swept through me. How I would miss having Risha around to talk to. A wise mentor to keep me on track and who occasionally held me accountable. 
I wish we could stay here, I said quietly. That or come back once the contract's been fulfilled. You would have no purpose here. Risha's voice was gentle, full of compassion, but tinged with sadness. Your life purpose is back on your timeline. If you stayed here, you would soon begin to feel displaced and outside of time. No doubt you could make a life, but with what intent? Not wanting to go back to the place that needs you. And what about Tonio? I looked down at my hands. I stand by what I said before, that this is not the be-all, end-all. Crime rates here are low, but they are not non-existent. Humans are still humans, here to experience through the usual array of fears, jealousy, karmically accumulated baggage, love, insecurities, and all sorts of other variations of the enslavement game. I trust you are familiar with the latter. Risha winked at me. Oh, yes. Plenty of that gone down in one particular field, I reflected wryly. I'd begun to realize that with me it took the shape of my rage against misogyny and the roles traditionally dealt and played by women by a patriarchal society. I reminded myself that I inhabited a reality where no one could force me into playing a role unless I consented to it. I would not be stoned or killed for it, or at least it was unlikely. I knew she was right, yet I wanted to stay. With Anagon I felt somewhat adrift once more, but the energy here was so much more in agreement with me than anywhere else I'd been. Much softer, not so harsh and brutal. Yet it wasn't meant to be, and deep down I knew that. No doubt if I could stay I'd spend the rest of my incarnate days learning from Risha, but promises were promises. I'd made mine with the intent of keeping it. I'd given my word. I left Risha and her warm and welcoming home next to the seed bank to walk back to the cabin. Thank you for taking the time to listen. Andino Andina is written, read, edited and produced by me. Copyright Liz Rosales 2014 and 2021